Hello my dear church boys and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. In this podcast episode I am chatting with SJ. I met SJ several years ago on my first ever trip to USA. I coached him in Chicago where he did very good day gaming. You would even say he was crushing it there. But then a few years later he moved to New York City. So in this podcast episode we're simply chatting about his experience day gaming and most importantly, the differences in his eyes between day game in Chicago and in New York City. Also, another thing he did was he took his day game skills and adapted them to bar game and became very successful at New York bar game. And he will tell you in this podcast episode how he did that. SJ is an interesting character. He has actually been on my podcast before, but that podcast episode isn't available anymore. But he is the guy who spent almost 100,000 US dollars on strippers before he learned the day game. So that on its own is a story which he shares again in this podcast episode. Just as in many cases of having other day gamers on my podcasts, this interview is also audio, only to preserve the privacy of my guest. But if you prefer, actually, you can listen to this podcast episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts as well. If after listening to this podcast, you decide, damn, this guy did good, I want to learn day game as well, I want to learn day game with St. Robert, then I usually go to US twice a year in the spring and in the autumn. And usually I have two to three coaching spots available there. So if you decide you want to work with me the next time I'm there, then there's a link in the description where you can find out more about coaching. You can fill the form and I'll get back to you with all the details, the possible dates, cities, prices, and everything else. And there is a new thing that I haven't actually talked about on my podcast yet. Uh, I've been coaching day game for full time for more than four years now. And having coached so many students in field, I realized that even though in-field coaching is the best and the fastest way to learn day game, there are several problems with it. There are several things it doesn't solve. Most importantly, the student's ability to day game on his own when I'm gone. To solve the problems I see infield coaching couldn't solve, a few months ago I created an online group coaching program that not only solves these problems but is also a simpler and a much cheaper way to learn day game compared to infield day game coaching. It consists of two parts. First of all, knowing exactly what you should focus on. When you are learning day game, there are so many things you need to fix, so many things you need to focus on. So, but usually there are maybe one, two, or maybe three things that if you fix them, everything else will fall into place. So what we do in this program every week over 12 weeks, that's three months, I send guys a weekly video explaining what are the most important things to focus on for that week, the theory they need to know, homeworks, tasks, and everything else. Then they can prepare what they need to prepare and go out day gaming. And the second thing, well, life gets in your way. Sometimes the weather isn't is bad. Sometimes you're not in the mood to day game and you skip your day game sessions. So we're doing weekly accountability calls to make sure guys are staying accountable. They're going out, they're taking a lot of action. And also during these calls, they can get all of their day game questions answered too. We launched a test group, half of the length of the regular program uh, a few months ago. And the four guys that went through the program did amazing. All four of them got dates, 
two of them got laid and now we are running two full groups that are through this program and they are doing way better than we expected. We are launching a new group in a week. We have one more spot available in that group. So if you are interested in finding out more about this program, there is a link in the description where you can see why I created the program and read all the details. And now with all of this being said, let's get to the interview with SJ. And we are here with SJ. Well, SJ, let's start the podcast with, for the guys who haven't heard the previous episode that isn't online anymore, because you went super PC and had a girlfriend and day game is evil, day gamers are bad, <laughs> you had your face. Uh, why don't we tell, tell the story shortly of the strippers and, and how you spent almost 100k in strippers before learning the game. Fascinating. How could I ever forget the story? Yeah. So once upon a time, uh, in my 20s, I would frequent strip clubs avidly. Uh, so it started off innocently enough, you know, as many young men will. And then it evolved into me going into the champagne room uh, every night I went. The champagne room, how much does that cost you? Depending on the place you're at. So in Chicago, you're looking at maybe 400 to enter before you leave when it's all said and done. You're probably looking at a bill around like 2K after they've rung up like a champagne bottle or two. And if you really enjoy the girl yeah you're gonna go upwards of 1200 at least i'd say per visit now it wasn't without any success that i frequented these clubs uh i've dated three strippers um haven't dated one since because at times it can become toxic right no shit not to mention uh you're gonna lose your shirt eventually you're gonna lose your shirt what do you mean you're gonna lose like you're gonna spend so much cash there oh yeah yeah we know it hey can you tell how you bought those labutins oh yeah that, that was hilarious that story. was a good story so i took one stripper out she was russian who i'd met one night in chicago and uh we went to like a famous mall right and where does she take me right to but uh neiman marcus so we go upstairs she's browsing picking up a couple different shoes insisting that you know if i buy her these it just make her so happy so lo and behold it's holding like a 900 i think maybe 1100 pair of louis batons so of course i brandish my credit card she swipes it and uh then we go out to dinner which she insists on paying for and then the next day i don't text her a couple days go by i still don't text her just fell off the face of the earth Lesson learned. Never buy, not even strippers, but don't buy anyone anything unless there has some credence to it, right? Unless you're already dating them. Unless you're already dating them. Or she's a regular that you like and you want to buy her something. I'm fine with that. By the way, my voice sounds weird because I'm super high, guys. (laughs) We're in New York, so, you know, it's legal. Uh, Okay, uh, so how did you get to the number of like I think it was like eight hundred thousand that you spent total on strippers. You said eight hundred? No, it was beyond. Oh no, so no, sorry, 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 sorry. It was almost a hundred, hundred. So you said like Around 80, the 80, 80, 80, 80 k is what 80K. I meant. Yeah. Well, you know, you fall in love as soon as you walk into a lot of these places. I'll be honest. Like it's girls in these, these, 
this tight getup. They look great. They smell great. Um, and then for me, like when I would go in, like my methodology was I'd go up to them, right? I wouldn't sit around and have them go up to you, which would kind of kick them off their guard, right? And, you know, eventually what ended up happening was I would try to leave the place um, and they wouldn't, they either wouldn't let me leave or I wouldn't want to leave and the girl who I was gaming like would just kick me out. Like she's like, I can't have any the other strippers like come up to you because they're going to like, they're going to take you. Basically. Take your money. Yep. I want your money. <laughs> exactly. That's what they were saying. Okay. And then we worked with you in Chicago. And then how did you do after coaching? Because you did pretty well in Chicago, right? Yeah, I, I did really well. I remember our coaching sessions uh, back there and I was having great results. I was probably out of a hundred approaches, I was getting at least, I would say seven to eight, uh, lay ratio out of that. Wait, what? Yeah. After you had left. You did how many sets after I left? Well, so I'm, I'm saying like I did roughly a thousand, but out of every hundred sets, I would get seven to eight, uh, like back to my apartment and basically I would get there. Wait, so off. how many lays did you get there? In Chicago? Yeah. Like, I don't think I did a, hundred, a thousand approaches, but I probably did at least 500. So? So upwards of 20. Okay, so 20. Yeah, okay. That's pretty good. That's weirdly good. Now no one's going to believe you. Lie. Say you did worse. <laughs> No, I mean, oh, I mean joking. yeah, Chicago was like just a unique area for me, um, which hasn't been the same on, on the East Coast, a lot different for me. But since I knew all the spots to go and the places to be, I think that that helped me with my numbers, especially every basically the, the nice part about Chicago, too, is every almost every number I got, I could get them on a date. Right. And were there day gamers in Chicago? What was the deal with that? I met one. Um, and after we did our podcast, he was kind of not berating me, but he was just chastising me. He's like, man, this is like, this is a great area. Like I'm, I'm, I'm upset that like you, you know, you kind of tipped off people to Chicago and what it's like, but you know, he, moron. yeah, <laughs> yeah, the he, big city, it's a big city. And basically him and I were the only ones that, that went out there and were getting results. Um, especially where you and I used to game down there. So Oh, fuck yeah. That place was really cool. And I was there. It was fucking cold in the city. The city was so cold. Yeah, one of the early like January, I think. February. <laughs> First time March. in the U.S. First city in Chicago. It was windy. It was snowing. It was cold. And uh, I think we did three days of it. We did three bit. Did we only do three? Yeah. Are you sure? Almost positive. I think we did five, but maybe we did three. Whatever, I don't know. Um, anyways, um, Chicago, and then you left. You moved to the New Big Apple, City. New York City, one of the world's greatest day game cities, guys. This place is unbelievable. The quality you see on the street, I mean, Ukraine doesn't have, didn't have this quality, I would say. This is because you see the hot Ukrainians here and Russians and, and all, all over Europe and Latin America and, and everyone is just the, the super hot. The quality is next level here, guys. 
So how long you have how long have you been here? So I've been here since June. So what is that? Uh, now, it's, now it's end of October, guys, by the way, because this is published way later than when we recorded. Right. So June 1st, I moved here. So it's been a little over four months. I've gotten two day game lays. How many sets have you done here? Mm, probably 250. So one out of 125. I think if you're coming from Chicago, from a super easy city, from the results you're getting to New York, I think that's fine for a beginning. I don't think it's bad. Uh, you just got to get used to the city, adjust to it, and, and I think this city is very doable. I coached a guy for the last few days who, in his first day game year, got 30 day game lays in New York City. And I saw his game when I coached him. He, he knows what he's doing. He just needed to fix a few things. And, and if that guy was getting 30 lays, then a good day gamer can do some real, real, real damage here. He was... He knew his attraction material was great, but but there were like a lot of technical things missing. But he's doing great, so I think you can also do it in New York. So, 250 sets, two lays. Uh, what has what have been the differences between Chicago and New York? So immediately you'll realize that you have to have a different vibe, right, and have a different demeanor while you're approaching in New York. You can't like beat around the bush. You have to be direct, obviously. Yes, very direct. But when I say direct, I mean you. You have to not only make your attentions known, but you have to show her in a short amount of time that you're a high value guy. Yeah, if you're a rock star here, you're not gonna do that well. Right. You here, people are they're here for a reason. They are very kind of tape paper type A for personalities, not everyone, but a lot of those, and, and people have, are, there's no place for blah, blah, blah. The sets are shorter, although I saw a student do today, like a 12-minute set, which was amazing. I've seen him do long sets as well, but sets in general are shorter. Uh, dates, what was your experience with dates? So, unfortunately here, the flake rate is very high, so if you get a girl on a date, chances are you're going to take her back to your place. Uh, the issue isn't at least for me, getting the number or the interest, it's getting her out for a date because uh, flakes are just crazy here. You can have some of the best sets. Again, I've had sets that last 8, 10, 15 minutes where I'm touching her, you know, we're almost kissing it. Don't touch a girl in a set, motherfucker. Oh, man. Don't do that. It's a well, bad thing to do. Maybe that's why it wasn't working. But... Yes. How was it? Uh, were you texting a lot or...? No, so that was the issue. So I would text once, and I wouldn't get a response back. So I would just drop it after that. What do you mean, drop off, drop it off? I wouldn't, I wouldn't follow up with a second text at all. Why? You said it's hard to get them out, but now you say you're not texting them. <laughs> well, I'd send that initial ping, right? Yes. And then if I don't get anything back, I don't ping back. But you said she, she responds. No, no, she doesn't respond. Oh, and That's then the issue. yeah, I mean, if she doesn't respond, she doesn't respond. Then okay, she didn't like something in a set, or she's why set a second ping, right? Yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But the texting here is in general, from what I understand, because you know, I I have very limited experience in New York. Like most of my day game experience is having coached guys. I have I have coached a bunch of guys here and seeing how they're doing and what really works for them and, and observing different types of students in this environment, which actually is better than having a lot of experience in New York, because if you just know how it works for yourself, it doesn't mean that... Because New York is a top city, you need to have the right personality to make it in day game here. If 
you are naturally kind of chatty and decent with people, it's going to be super hard to be good in New York City. In New York City, people just see everything. They see through you. Unless you're chatty and, and kind of natural, but and then you add good game on top of that, then that's when you can crash New York. But okay. Uh, the days you went on. And you've been in updates from other sources here, right? Like, mm -hmm. like social and... Yeah. Um, what's the difference between dates here and in Chicago? They're shorter. They're more brief. Obviously, more expensive. And I've noticed you don't have to go like the to a third date to really get them back to your place. So how? what do you mean by short dates? How short do you mean? Well, it's like, so you're not going to sit at a table for like over like an hour and a half here, right? It's going to be like... A 45 minute to an hour date and then the, pool or next date the only caveat so yeah then you would go to a second venue and then you would pull oh yeah that's what you did yes okay so that method works uh if and when you get them out on a date the issue is getting them out on a date well that's yeah but you gotta do more size 250 is nothing you know for new york you gotta understand how the city works adjust and and the more you do this, the, the faster you will adjust to a city. Like I still have every city I go to, I have to understand what works there. Every right. like I always say that day game is ninety percent the same wherever you go, but there is the ten percent. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And and you you can go to any city if you're decent, you're gonna get results. But the ten percent, if you crack that, that's gonna let you destroy the city. Right. And Buenos Aires was like that, and Kharkiv, Ukraine was like that. Once, like in Kharkiv, I went on seven first dates that didn't didn't get laid, and then I understood how it works, and I got like a shitload of plays there. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, yeah. So because. What I've heard from other guys in New York City, what they do is they go on much, much, like they do one short, one short date and pull, one drink, pull home. That's it. Yeah, one, one short drink and then pull a different venue? No, no. Really? Pull home after the first drink. That's what I heard from, like, also the guy who got 30 lays here. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm recording a podcast with him tomorrow. I don't know when, when, which one is really, will be released first, but, uh, probably this one. Uh, and yeah, he just one short drink, pulls home. And I've heard this from several people, and I, I think Mr. T would do like a drink, and then he would like get, oh, let's get sushi, go to my rooftop, or, or right, something right. like that. Right, right, wine. Yeah, and then another guy who lives more like uh, on the, in the financial district, he would uh, pull to the rooftop, I think, because he, right. he lives in this like 50, 50, 50 floors, you know, like. With an amazing view from the roof. I, I crashed at his place the last night. Really, and also like an interesting dude. Smart, very smart. Very dedicated in the day game. And he would do that, but right after one drink. By the way, guys, you, you can hear our, the dog. AJ's dog. Enjoy, joining our podcast. Um, okay. Uh, but you've been doing good in New York, like night game and stuff. So what's night game or is it like friends parties or what is it? Yeah, most of my success here has come via night game, actually. So, is it clubs or, or friends parties? A uh, mix of both. So mostly the bar and the club side. Uh, I've noticed that gay bars, especially, like, women feel more comfortable there. So I've pulled a couple times from gay bars. So you go to gay bars the game? Not intentionally. Uh, I've been you brought actually, there. Your friend, your male friend, the day gamer, brings you to a... <laughs> Gay bars, like, hey, go to this really cool bar. Man, if it gets me laid with a female, I don't give a fuck. No, no, it was a joke about gay game. <laughs> uh, okay, 
so you go to gay bars um, and so you, you've been successful there where else because otherwise the guys are just gonna start going to gay bars you know how this works you oh, tell them this is what you do that they'll start doing that I think yeah if if you have decent day game it transitions well into night game uh, my areas of success have been around like becoming really tight with like bartenders because then they back me up and then they'll like I have my pick of like who I want to go home with when I'm at these bars how do you get tight with bartenders yeah. and let's wait before that male bartenders or female bartenders female is much much better but if you can't make it with the female then obviously the male you're even better off if you can get in like a general manager's pocket at that bar because as you're standing outside waiting to get in you walk up to him and say hey i know the general manager here this is last name we're friends you stroll in everybody sees you and they're like who's that guy i want to go meet him um, do you? I assume you build these relationships over time by frequenting the same venue over, over and over again. Have to. You have to. Okay. So uh, total, your total lake count in New York is. Uh, it's nine. That's pretty. For you being here like five months, that's pretty okay. Yeah. Two days a month. That's pretty decent for two, two day games, and then the rest have been all night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as it's not online. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think online is cool in some places in the world, but but. And even then, you can't even compare. Because I, I, I last winter I experimented with with uh, with online in Latin America. You can't even compare the results, man. Like the the, the quality you get from day game Agreed. online. Uh, so nine in, in okay, and that is uh, seven from six from gay bars and one from no no, bar. no 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 no. <laughs> I would say it's uh, I've had like three from like gay bars, the rest from regular bars that I frequent. How, how do how does someone in New York who is getting some results in day game but but maybe wants to try night game how do they find bars they could frequent so this is a great exercise that I actually learned from Mr. T so what I did and he advised this was walk out in the middle of the day and any bar that strikes you as interesting or a bar that kind of pulls you in, go in there, see what the crowd's like, see how you get along, and then star it on Google or whatever you use. Uh, take note of it and then keep going there, right? Reinforce that uh, relationship you have with that bar there. So he, I think he had me go to like seven or nine different spots and that helped me like narrow down, hey, like this is where I could really do well uh, again, I got that Irish background, so I, I can speak a lot of Irish, which bartenders love. And, you know, then I'll just have women come up to me and say, like, how do you know everybody here? You know, what? why does everybody know you? Like, I got to get to know you. So that's the best scenario, right? When they're walking up to you and saying, like, hey, great to meet you. Like, what, what's what's your story? So you find these places by just walking around random bars. You start frequenting, freaking, frequenting them. You, you make friends with female bartenders the general bouncers male bartenders yes. everyone basically how do you how do you get friends with them just ask them about their day how they're doing uh what's going on in their life what their true passion is people love to talk about anything outside of their job right and that's i've had like some of like the best experiences with people at the bar like some of the bouncers they're like are you hungry like do you want some food like come on i'll I'll buy you some like food or whatever and which they get from free from the kitchen right but then i've gone to so many bars where i know like the chefs i know the waiters i know the hostess 
I know everyone there. And it just gives you that, uh, like credit of being a person who's, who's well liked and known. And that's interesting because this obviously applies to if you're living in a city, this doesn't apply to today gamers. Okay. What else would I want to know? You go there, you get to know them. Do you approach there? You approach there. Absolutely. Yeah. Later in the evening, usually. But to my point, like I almost don't even have to because I know a set time where the crowd's going to start rolling in. I'm at the bar almost always by myself and I'm having a great conversation with a beautiful bartender. So then three women will sit next to me and then she, they see her talking to me and wanting to get to know me more. She already knows me. So then they're just so much more invested and involved. So you just basically don't talk to open them. It's just a conversation. You can at any moment start talking to them. Very soft open. I've been opened like three times by very good looking chicks at bars just for that reason. And I'm just sitting there like having a good time with the the staff and the bartenders. Yeah, and guys, wait, wait to, to everyone who says that you have to be tall, SJ is not tall. He's not short, but he's not like me or, or, he's, uh, yeah, or even Mr. T. So he's like an average height dude. Yep. I mean, in, in decent shape, which is not, no beer belly, nothing like that, but not, not, no, no gym nerd as well. And, and although Anna did a, a, a good work with him, with, with his style, because he used to wear like oversized jeans and, mm -hmm. and sweaters. And now he looks like a Bon Jovi, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when I met him a few days ago, I was like, oh, look, this guy doesn't dress like a moron anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, um, when you start a conversation with them, mm. uh, is there, you just, how do you start a conversation with those girls that sit down next to you at a bar? Usually it's, I'll strike up something like, you guys don't seem like you're from around here. Uh, whether they are, or they aren't right. And of course. it's basically like, you know, what are you looking for tonight? Uh, what are you guys out celebrating? That's another good one. Uh, yeah, similar to what you'd ask somebody you don't know, right? Yeah, just a random dude at a bar. Yeah, exactly. And that's another great uh, point because if there aren't girls at the bar, but there there are dudes there, talk to the dudes too. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a gay bar. Be open-minded. No, I'm not saying. Like I, well, the, you'd be surprised. <laughs> the, the gay men will help out the straight men more than, than you know because they're hoping to transition them, but... You know, you just hold your ground and say that's not what I'm about. And oh yeah, I I've gotten laid because I've talking to guys like who are straight at a gay bar and like girls who are hitting on them. I've walked up and been like, uh, just friendly to the guy, and that's translated into me like taking the girl home because she's like, "How did you know him?" I was like, "I never tell her that I didn't know him." <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what do you see as differences between day game and bar game? Or like some big differences that you do completely differently? Of course. So with day game, you really have to be on, right? You can't you can't beat around the bush and it, you have to strike fast, especially in New York. If, if you can't approach your set in the way you want to, you, you have to approach it regardless and it's not in always the best way. With bar game, it's more relaxed. You can sit back look around, uh, chat with other patrons and just get to know more people. Whereas day game, it's very, it can be very isolating, especially in New York, uh, which is why I love to go out with wings. Okay. 
I don't know. Is there anything else you want to share about your New York adventures? Just that be be ready to be challenged here. It's not like anywhere else I've been. Uh, I mean, I'm a decent looking dude. Like you said, I'm not tall. I'm very average, about five foot nine. So it's just very. It, it, it's a learning experience, and you have to push yourself through a lot of things. I've I've gone out with wings here for like a month or two, where then they've just given up completely. So it's a city where. You, you can really learn a lot, but at the same time, it can kind of take you away from like the, the day game light, so to speak. Yeah, a lot of guys just give up. I, I've seen some guys who are so dedicated, oh my god, but with very little to show for it, like a few lays, but they keep going and they keep going and they keep learning and they, yeah. they, they just are really driven, really hardcore. It's, it's really amazing to see and, and that's what I kind of love about my job, you know, like you see all these people, but... And then you have like guys who have everything going for them in their life, but for whatever reason, unfortunately, they quit after a month because you know right. they didn't get ten lays in a month. And... Right, right. Uh, okay. I think we covered everything. I can't think of any other questions. Well, SJ, thank you for doing it. Uh, go out day game. Bars are nice, but you know. What if you improve your game? No, but by the way, if you're getting laid in the bars, like who cares? The day game, in my eyes, is a learning tool. Yes, it's not necessarily the best way to meet girls. I, by the way, that's, I don't. I'm not saying for many guys there are way better ways to meet girls, but I think there is not a single better way for learning game. You learn by day gaming, and then you apply that skill set in whichever field you you choose to do that i mean you're doing it in bars i know guys who are night gaming who are doing a social circle uh, i even know guys who are doing online bdsm circle with their with their day game skills and all of that so, nice. so there are different things for different guys but day game is the best way to learn well okay thank you for doing this and we'll see you in the next podcast dude absolutely well guys thank you for listening as i said in the beginning of the podcast if you decide you want to work with me next time i'm in the us then there's a link in the description where you can read more about how infield coaching usually happens you can fill the form there and i'll get back to you with all the details cities dates prices and everything else but if you want to learn day game in a way that is simpler and cheaper than infield coaching, and this is especially for guys who have been dabbling in day game for six or one months and still aren't getting laid, then well, click on the link in the description to find out about the online group coaching program I created. Students in that program are doing way better than I expected and we're launching a new group in a week and there's one more spot available. If you're going out on day gaming a ton and want to talk to other day gamers, then we have a group chat with more than 400 day gamers from literally all over the world. You can join the group as well by clicking the link in the description. And I recently created a separate group uh, for day gamers in the USA, but you'll find a link to join that once you join the main group chat. And if you are someone who has been going out for a while, is doing okay in terms of getting numbers, and now you need to improve your texting and you need to find out what's wrong with your dates, why aren't you getting laid when you are going on dates, then I have several free texting and dating online courses available on daygamecourses.com. You can go out and check out those as well. Well, thank you for listening, guys. That's it for this time and see you 
in the next podcast episode. Ciao, guys.